Hello oh, and welcome into Greta Hockey Podcast. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome in. Uh, <laughs> we broke him. Good. God, I wasn't expecting that. Fuck you. The greatest start of all times. We derailed it within 0.1 seconds. <laughs> as soon as the record button was pressed, it was already over. <laughs> well, that's been the pod. Uh, you can find Dakota at uh, Kumodere. <laughs> that's right, anime's leaders. Uh, <laughs> good night. Bye. All right, so welcome into another episode of Greater Hockey Podcast. My name is Dakota. That's staying in, by the way. Yeah, it is. It is. Okay. Um, and uh, I just wanted to let you know that through a legal loophole and a series of heists um, that nobody has been made aware of yet, um, I am now the owner of a puppy. Wow. Yeah, that is yeah. very cool. Yeah. He's a uh, cute puppy, too. Yeah, very cute Grit, puppy. a puppy podcast. Yes, exactly. How, how, how dare you? <laughs> so have they gotten more pictures than I have? Because you've sent me one. No, I sent them. I've only gotten one. one. I've gotten zero, so you know. Oh, don't well, worry. Yeah, I'll, but I'll, you know, we know where you I stand in this the, group. I will fill the Discord oh, in fair. a minute. Yeah. Don't so Wendy got a puppy, but I'm gonna steal it. Very cute. It, everyone. I'm is gonna steal, to steal it. it. Yeah, everyone's trying to steal it. Just ask Isaiah. Yeah. Guys, guys, we all get a leg. It's fine. Look, just remember that Indy has the budget for a hitman, Dakota. <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. He's got the money. Andy, just put it in the box. Um, if I could keep that puppy in the box, I would attempt it, but no. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm joined by a bunch of people. Um, Andy's the person with the puppy. I'm also joined by Jake. Calling Andy people is generous. True. Moving on. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to go somewhere further with that, so I was just letting you uh, have the limelight no. there. No, yeah. So I'm also joined by Dylan. I'm sorry, did you say my name? No, Dylan. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Well, no, the other guy that sounds yeah, just like Yeah, the other like Dylan. You. I couldn't hear it because anime said something right when you said my name, so I was like, oh, I don't know. Who said something? Jake. <laughs> you have to edit that in, by the You're way. You're going to blow my cover. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want people to know that I'm anime as leaders. I, I was going to say. Know. People are going to know. <laughs> Blown his fucking cover. I'm also joined by Devin. That's right. I have no puppos and I must scream. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Aw, oh, sick puppo. Yeah. The puppy pictures are. I don't think it's healthy, actually. Hmm? ZT said sick puppo and I said I think it's healthy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. All right. I'll banish myself from the pod. It's fine. So if it wasn't abundantly clear by the fact that uh, this show's been derailed so thoroughly already. This one's going to be a bit of a longer one because we've got a lot of news to get into. Um, but let's start off talking about the round two series between the Colorado Avalanche and the Vegas Golden Knights. No. Wow. Game one was sick, boys. Yes. Until it wasn't. Yep. I think game one was quite healthy. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Glad I can never say the word sick again. <laughs> You can't say sick since COVID came into the picture. It's offensive now. Yeah. Well, can't say sick on, on Twitch. Twitch. <laughs> yeah, banned from Twitch. Get banned on Twitch for saying sick, damn it. So, the, um... <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
So game one ended with a seven to one Colorado Avalanche victory. Yeah, it did. Um, that's mm-hmm. fucking insane. That's absolutely yes, sir. crazy. Not according to Pete DeBurr. De who? <laughs> DeBurr. Pete DeHut. <laughs> oh. uh, I was gonna say Pete the Dumb. Oh, that was that one was oh. insidious. That one had to dig in. It's Pete DeBurr's and uh, oof. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh. All right. Now this is podcasting. Seven to one Colorado Avalanche victory. But yeah, the the Colorado Avalanche they came out really strong. Editing this is going to be so sick. Oh, no, it's 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 helpful. <laughs> I hate this joke. Um, uh, look, we don't want to get banned. Um, so yeah, the Avalanche came out quick. They came out hard. They came out fast, and uh, they kicked the ever loving fuck out of Vegas. The just they, the whole game. Yeah, they came deep inside of me. I'm pregnant. Mm. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm glad this is where the podcast is today. This is uh, this is bad. <laughs> you know, I think that was one joke too far. I'm done. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. we're done. <laughs> serious the rest of the time. Mm-hmm. Imagine not being serious. The top line came out. They absolutely dominated game one. Gabe Landeskog with two goals. Nathan McKinnon with two goals. Randon with a goal. Kel McCarr with three points. One goal, three assists. Sorry, four points. That's how that works. They just made Vegas look like they did not belong on the ice with them. For basically True. the entire game and they were the second best team in the nhl vegas did have a solid push in the third but it wasn't good enough nope and it was after you know a bunch of botched calls yep yep oh so i'll say their only goal was due to carlson having a blatant fucking interference cross-checking gerard down to the ground and then just having the world's easiest open pass yeah, it's really easy to score when you just cross-check the person that should be covering you down to the ice before you score. Ask Brandon Saad, he knows all about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, people so are yeah. still mad about that. I still see people that are pissed about that. Oh, that's that's dumb. They were going to lose that game yep. no matter what. Like, get fucked. Uh, so yeah, I mean, other than just, like, the, sc- the disparity in, in goals... For that game, there was uh there was a lot going on there. Um, I've been told that uh the the enemy ship with the Minnesota Wild has uh has ended. Uh, Dylan is now in in hate with uh the Vegas uh, Golden Knights. Yeah, uh, they have taken the crown. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's so bad. I told you it would happen. I thought it would happen to the Blues, but they didn't, you know, do enough to ever, like, you know, yeah, make anybody about, care about them. I was about to say, the Blues <laughs> rolled over and died. They while got they... swept. Yeah. They were the, the They're meme. in the dustpan. They were the meme with, like, the dude with the stick poking, like, the body. And it's like, do something. That was the Blues. <laughs> but, yeah. Vegas entered into trash time hockey territory pretty quickly in this one. Where they were just like, hey, we're losing. 
and we're mad about that because we get paid millions of dollars to play this game we're sucking at. Um, so we're going to make that your problem and not our problem. Um, desperate times call for desperate measures. Yeah. Um, so they acted like a bunch of whiny bitches the entire game and they started, you know, fucking taking runs at people, being generally like fucked up, right? Like it happens. Um, you know, I always absolutely... wondered where that being a whiny bitch came from mm -hmm. with that team. Uh, and I think it's a primal directive from Pete DeBeer. Yeah. Um, Mr. DeBeer got um, himself. Um, Somebody said he should fight Bednar. No, why? Um, why would he want to And die? I said that he would be too intimidated by Bednar's hairline to actually do that. <laughs> Fuck. Um, so these guys were called up, and they were like, sweep the lake. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was but, about um, to say that is Ryan Reeves and Colasar's job in general. Mm -hmm. Um, except the crane kick at the end um ends with a knife to the head. So I mean, oh. hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking metal. <laughs> it's just second rule. Don't talk about hockey. <laughs> They just remake the Karate Kid, but it's like on a hockey rink for the entire movie, and then just at the end, like, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, so the score is four nothing, right? Ryan Graves goes in for a hit, which is a little late, like admittedly, like it's not exactly like the cleanest play ever. Um, it's about a quarter of a half of a second late. Yeah, it's the kind of hit that you see made in the playoffs a lot because the refs stop giving a fuck. Like it's it's par for the course. Like it's it's a playoff hit, right? Like it's not a clean hit, but it's a playoff hit. Um, and he injures Matthias Janmark, one of the trade deadline acquisitions that the Golden Knights got in order to try to like push them over to the next level. Um, Had a hat trick to beat the Wild. Yes, big part of their playoff success. Like pretty 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 important guy for them right now, right? Just with the way that he's produced. Um, so I, I have a point of discussion that I would like to be discussed. Um, and I don't it, know if we should do it now well, or so if we should wait. Does it involve the NHL rulebook and people not knowing how to read it? or It involves the phrase, keep your head up. Um, mm. I don't necessarily like that conversation personally. I don't, I don't either. Well, okay, so here's where I'm at. We can we can save the discussion on the Shifley for later, but yeah. a lot of people are like, rule number one, keep your head up. Mm -hmm. Um, which, you know, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Um But with this guy, I definitely felt like he kind of just stared back at his pass. Yeah, yeah. he he most most definitely was admiring his pass and literally stared right past the guy who was So I don't know how to reconcile him. um the phrase keep your head up and how that suck and don't wash your pass. Yeah. Um well, because I think that like where where it comes into play is he had two people on him, right? Um and Graves was one of those people. And he was the guy that was like he, he couldn't see out of his peripheral vision. He was aware of the other person next to him, so if anything, I think he assumed he would be hit by that person and not Ryan Graves, and so he wasn't, like, prepared for the Graves hit, but at the same time, like, you do kind of have to be ready for anything. Um, it's not his fault, 
that he got injured, but he put him he was in a position where he wasn't able to like brace himself for a hit because he didn't know it was coming, right? Because his head was turned the wrong way at that time. Because I don't even think it was that late, right? I think Graves was already committed to the hit when he did the drop pack, the drop yeah. back against like along the boards, right? Yeah. It was it was it was late, but it wasn't like fucking Tom Wilson yeah. in 2018 or whatever late, right? I just feel like you have some people who have Stockholm syndrome to themselves into like trying to say it was dirtier than it was. Yeah, well, so the people that really get me are the people that are swearing up and down that it was a blindside hit. Um, it wasn't. It was to his chest. It was so the NHL's definition of a blindside hit, and this includes uh, VGK players are saying this too, so like maybe you should learn a little bit more about the game you're getting paid a million dollars to play well, before th- you start to saying dumb shit, but... I think they're all getting their info from DeBoer, smile. <laughs> the NFL, def- uh, NFL, Jesus, NHL definition of a blindside hit is a hit that is lateral, so across the body, not straight in, like, to the body, right? And where the head is at the primary point of contact. If you want to see a great example of a blindside hit, look no further than Nazem Kadri. Um, like that is, that is the most blindside of blindside hits, right? Um, like if you want to be mad about an Avalanche player doing a blindside, that's the one. Ryan Graves, contact mostly to his chest, like straight up to his chest, right? He does catch the chin a little bit with the top of his shoulder, but that's not where he's putting like the force of the hit. Like, it's all in, like, his his arm and his elbow as he, like, pushes out. So the majority of, like, all of the force is going into the dude's chest, which, by uh, definition, is contact, not lateral in definition, by definition, not his, not his head. So, like, the um, only thing that, like, I can say, like, again, looks bad is, like, Graves does go from being, because he goes into the hit with his knees bent, and he's kind of, he's trying to hit the chest on purpose, but as he's making the contact, he stands up and swings his and his arms back out to make sure that the person actually goes flying. Yeah. Like, he wasn't so, trying to be gentle with the hit, like, but... No, it, it was... Not, make no mistake. I'm cool with two minutes. I'm just not cool with, you know, four different variations of noticeable headhunting, and then, you know, the final... Yeah. headhunting <laughs> um like i could even um i listened to that sinbin uh episode that you sent me earlier and i can see his argument for it being a five minute major even like just based on the rule book right like letter of the law um i can definitely see where he's coming from on that one but a suspension or anything like that like get out of here like yeah that's ridiculous uh Especially if the the Pacioretty hit on Gerard later wasn't a suspension. Get the fuck out I of know. here. I <laughs> know. Now that was intentional head contact. Yeah, it was. Um, and I think the only reason that nothing was done about that one maybe is perhaps because they had to suspend Reeves for something he did later in that game. Yep. Uh, and Vegas is a sick. fucking clown show. Oh, yeah. They were... They were fucking full-on clown shoes like bicycle horns everywhere the entire time they were playing the rest of that game once they went down like three the whole the whole I literally the entire the circus car. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just a it's uh it's a car in the shape of uh peter DeBoer's head uh, well just drive uh, it i was <laughs> i was gonna say DeBoer never took off that rainbow wig he has been wearing it for the last uh five days yeah the clown knows we're just, we'll not take it off 
Yeah. Yeah. He's being an absolute fucking clown still. Clown nose and, you know, the hairline also. Yeah. Why do you think he wears the rainbow wig? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, it, it got to garbage time hockey really fast. I, I hate garbage time hockey because it's just like, well, we're losing, so I'm going to do something dirty to you. And the refs won't give me a penalty because you're winning and they don't want to impact the game. So I'm going to do something to you. And if you don't do something back, that's cool. Maybe I'll hurt you. But if you do, you get a retaliation penalty and maybe we get a power play and maybe we can feel better about our bruised ego. Um, and I think that that's garbage. <laughs> I think the NHL needs to like change the way that they officiate the game. If they don't want dumb shit like Ryan Reeves and Max Pacioretty like, happening in a game that has already been decided, you know? Well, and, you know, there's a lot of people who are like, why would he throw that hit at 4-0, referencing Graves? Um, and because it's the playoffs. Yeah, like I said, it was a playoff hit. It wasn't, like, clean. It's not it even dirty. about it being playoffs. It's about it being that you aren't going to let up in the playoffs. No. And I feel that way about any of these hits. Like, any of the arguments are like, they put out their top power play against us when they were up by eight goals. Like, any of that fucking whiny bullshit, I don't agree with. Yeah, even in the regular season, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. But even more so in the playoffs, like, come on, dude. I absolutely hate the, like, oh, they're gonna run up the score on us, they don't respect us bullshit. Like, have some fucking respect for yourself, right? I definitely don't respect DeBoer. You're a professional sports team, right? And if there's anything that, like, the cumulative knowledge of all sports fans has shown is that teams that are in dominant positions in a game can still fucking lose because there's another professional team on the same playing surface as them. Like, running up the score is bullshit. Tell your team to stop fucking sucking. Have some respect for yourself and get back in this fucking thing. I was about to say, like, if you don't run up the score, you have, you can literally have the situation that Montreal had with the Maple Leafs, where they got put into overtime twice because they couldn't just keep scoring and couldn't keep them back out of the net. Yeah, like what? Like it's rare, but an NHL team can score four goals in four minutes if they wanted to. Like these are the best fucking players in the world, and you're gonna like complain that like oh four goals up and they just they were mean to us. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Baby rage yep. mad. Figure it out. <laughs> Figure it the fuck out. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Max Pacioretty on Sam Girard. Max Pacioretty has the puck. They're down like four or five. Nothing. He looks behind him. He sees Sam Girard is behind him. He throws a reverse hit. Um, I love the reverse hit. Like, I'm, I'm not going to complain about him trying to reverse hit a player. Um, he stares at Gerard coming and goes high on purpose. I swear yeah, to God. He like sees Gerard's coming, bends his knees, and then forces his shoulder straight up under like Sam Gerard's head and forces it up, like uppercuts him with his shoulder, um, like straight up on a dude that's coming at him with momentum. And like, come the fuck on, dude. That's an intentional high hit on a small guy. Everybody tries to murder Sam Gerard in the playoffs. It's really annoying. It's so fucking annoying. They're just like, oh, small guy. I can show I have big pee-pee and hurt him. Um, <laughs> and I'm over it. I'm so over it. Yeah. I mean, I think, like, Gerard can take care of himself, right? He's shown it. 
Yeah, he has. It's annoying, but like people are like, be careful with New Hook. Like he's gonna get hurt, and it's like he's been playing hockey his whole life, dodging hits from scrubs for his entire career. Like you know, there's gonna be an adjustment period, but it's not like he's fucking baby ass brand new. It's all yeah. good. Feel similarly about Gerard. It is annoying, but like you know, hockey. Yeah, and I'm not saying like throw Sam Gerard in bubble wrap and get him on ice or whatever. I'm just saying like you see it happening, like you see the mindset and you see it happen so often that it's like, okay, could you just, yep. like, not? Well, especially, like, between all the obvious headhunting on Graves and that shit with Gerard where they're obviously trying to hurt him to get back, like, yeah. oh, you guys are playing like children. Yep. If your own beat writers are saying you're fucking pathetic, like... Yeah. Like, me. Ken from Sinbin, like, I think that he said it perfectly at the beginning of his show after that game. You're playing like clown shoes, embarrassing hockey. You're playing loser hockey is what he called it. Um, where like you're being a pathetic loser and it's embarrassing. Like th that is not a team. What a team that has confidence and pride it should be doing against another like top tier team. Like that's what you do. When Ken from like, Sinbin is my hero, by the way. Yeah. He's, Consistently had like super reasonable takes and has been getting reamed for it. Yeah, that's sports fans for you. Even oh, like yeah. the uh, the people um, that we follow, like DNVR, whenever they say something reasonable, there's always people that are like, "Well, you know, they shouldn't have traded Nikita Zadorov because, you know, Brandon Sod might have five goals in five games in the playoffs, but Zadorov would have had like eighty penalty minutes, and like that's what the team needs." I just feel like <laughs> he gets it so much more. Like, I do see AJ and stuff getting a lot of hate, but, like, every single comment section, even if Ken is like, that was a great goal by Mark Stone, you have somebody calling me an idiot in the comments. Like, yeah. not that Mark Stone's, like, scored any great goals, but yeah, yeah. examples. Yeah. But it's ridiculous. Be nice to sports people. Um, unless they're, like, actually dumb. Or somehow deserve your ire. Like Adrian for... Dater. Yes. Or somehow deserve your ire for stuff they do outside of sports, like Adrian Dater. Mr. I will never talk to a woman about hockey. Yikes. Yep. Yep. As it turns out, messaging somebody that over Twitter via text um, is a great way to have them, you know, have proof. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Don't be Adrian Dater. Or Ryan Reeves. Um, yeah. <laughs> who is suspended for two games uh, for trying to murder Ryan Graves on the ice. Yeah. In front of Only two games. Don't worry about it. Oh, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's what he assault. did was, um, what he did was a hockey play, unlike what Nazem Kadri did. <laughs> yeah. Um, he doesn't have any, uh, any history, especially in the playoffs. Um, it's not like he literally just murdered Parise into a fucking post the other night. And you know, it's not like he was suspended last year in the playoffs or anything. Uh, it's not like that happened at all. Nope. And you know, it's not like the Department of Player Safety behind the scenes told somebody that they like to double suspensions if it's playoffs and somebody has a history. And Reeves got suspended for two games, so you know. Very clearly that didn't happen and wasn't said, smile. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, 
So Ryan Reeves, cross, <sighs> he cross-tracks Grubauer in the back of the head while he's trying to cover the puck, which is bad enough, right? Like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, you're just trying to be a fucking dick. And no matter what Pete, Pete DeBoer says, uh, everybody knows it. <laughs> like, um, The cleanest player in... The, sorry, the cleanest enforcer I've seen in 13 years. Yeah. That's what he said about that. Mm-hmm. So, he, he cross-checks Grubauer in the back of the head as he's trying to cover the puck. Looks up, sees that Ryan Graves is there, and he's like, Oh, Ryan Graves, he threw that dirty hit that wasn't actually dirty on, uh, on Yanmark, so I'm going to go over there and be a bitch. So he, he did. He wrestles him down to the ice, grabs him by the hair, rips off his helmet, and starts kneeling on his head. <laughs> Not necessarily yeah, rips in that out, order, but... Rips out a chunk of his hair. Well, you know, acceptable behavior. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hockey play. Unlike what Nazem Kadri did. Yeah, yeah. Like so like totally not assault or anything. He he he's sitting there knee full force into Graves' head while he's on the ice. The refs get him up for like half a second. He switches knees and continues to do the same shit with a different knee. Like what the fuck are you thinking, dude? It was it was needless. Why? Come on, Why are man. you doing this? No. It was needless. Wow. No. Boo. Boo. There was no need for it. Who are you helping? Like, you're not doing anything to help your team. Ryan Graves has been, like, actually pretty good in these playoffs, but, like... Well, you know, until last game, but... Well, um... We'll get to that, but um, it's not like Ryan Graves is like the difference between avalanche success and failure, right? Like, you're just being a bitch to get back at him for like playing hockey, and you're doing this outside of hockey, and you know this, and the NHL knows this, and in their video where they broke down like what happened, they even said. He admitted that he was doing it to get back at Ryan Graves for hitting Yanmark, and he was intentionally trying to injure him and send a message. And they're like, "Yeah." I just games. imagine, I just imagine they were sitting there next to each other on a bed in a whole room in a hotel room, like stroking each other off as they laughed about Ryan Graves laying on the ice. And then Ryan Reeves was like, ha, ha, "Oh yeah, I was just trying to get back at him." And George Perales was like, "Oh, that's crazy. I'm gonna have to give you two games just to not piss people off, though." Like, dude, this is well, fucking ridiculous. And if I didn't miss here, since he was given a game misconduct, and they for intent to injure, for intent to injure, that was yes. originally supposed to go to Batman, but then it randomly wasn't a yeah. They got rid of it. It disappeared. Which is which is ridiculous, considering that even the NHL player safety mentioned, like, yeah, he was trying to injure him, and he told us that. Like, yeah, they're <laughs> he had yeah. admitted to intent to injure. Literally, they should have just slapped him with the same size book that they have of Kadri. Like, literally, yeah. just said, "Fuck it, here you go." Like, Here's yeah. he has history of suspensions in the playoffs. Like, yeah. And literally. I don't know. I honestly think that anything done not like hockey related should be punished like twice as hard. Yes, as something that happens. Yeah. Especially since they both have history. Naz's is obviously, like, more. 
but yes. come on, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I'm over the league. <laughs> yeah. So the I agree with you. Anything done outside of the play, like after the whistle, should be punished more harshly. Because like bad stuff happens when hockey happens sometimes, right? Like that's just the course of the play and there are times where you can't do anything about that. You're responsible for everything you do once that whistle is blown. Especially punching the goalie in the back of the head, throwing yep. somebody down to the ice, ripping their hair out, kneeling yep. on their face and neck. Like, yeah. Yep. Each exactly. one of those things sounds like it could be two games. <laughs> yeah, individually. And now the league has put themselves in an optics nightmare, right? Where whether you agree with this or not, these like this is the optics, right? Like a man kneeled on another man's head, which we know is dangerous, and didn't get nearly as many games as a guy who hit somebody with a dirty, cheap shot from the side, but also got more games than, like, a white dude who did exactly the same thing pretty much in the regular season and got nothing. Like, where's there's no consistency at all for any of this. And they just make themselves look so bad by not being consistent with what they're like doing and why they're doing it because it is bad yes very <laughs> bad like it looks weird bad because it is bad makes you look bad they're like yeah he gets games for like forcing another player's head into the ice and pulling his hair and it's like oh well if like that's your like specific definition of like what happened there then like i feel like tom wilson maybe pulled artemi panarin's hair and forced his head into the ice forcefully like uh, again, they they, if I remember, they said, "Oh, that was just rest wrestling. We don't fucking review wrestling for fucking penalties and blah 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 and suspensions." And it just happened, and it was like, wrestling and driving a man's skull into the ice are two different things. Yeah, it's just it's so dumb. Um, they need to fire Paros. He's got to be out of there. The league needs to rethink this whole player safety thing, like from the ground up. They need to. They need to just take a flamethrower, burn it, it all down. Safety. Yeah, make it about player safety. Um, so I actually think I know what's happening. Hmm. Um, I think George Peros is no longer there. Yeah. But a facsimile of George Peros. Um, he has Pero in his name, and I don't know if you've ever seen the end of Silent Hill Two. Um, oh, I see. but I think there's a dog in a control room pretending to be George Peros. <laughs> and the dog's name is George Perro. I'm, I'm a big fan of this uh, new canon. <laughs> True Never. end. It's just a dog spinning a wheel, dude. Wheel of justice. That's just how it is. Just the wheel, wheel of justice. <laughs> but yeah, like seriously though. The Department of Player Safety needs to be feel like me needs to be made to feel embarrassed about the lack of consistency in anything that they do. They need to. Well, and we're saying this shit for free, you know. The Rangers weren't so lucky. Yeah, right. Like, oh, sorry, NHL, wow. I don't have a quarter million dollars <laughs> to give you for telling the truth. Uh, I'm sure that would make you feel a lot better inside, but you know, whatever. Um, I've talked about this with Indy. I've talked about it with my girlfriend too. Um, and the we agree that there needs to no longer be one head of player safety, it needs to be a council. Um, and my girlfriend has suggested it should be two medical professionals who know like the harm that could be done, um, two 
former players who like know how the game is played and what's dirty and what's not, and then you can fill in whoever the fuck you want on like the fifth, like as the fifth member. Um, Again, we need a some... Justice League of player safety. Yeah, yeah. Like, but currently just... George Peros is just like I am the Senate and makes those decisions himself. Yeah, and you can't have that anymore. Like you this need to be able. Canon. You need to be able to litigate it amongst five people who know what the fuck they're talking about, and can use logic to make decisions and apply that same logic to the decisions that they make every single time they need to make a decision. You know what? Fuck it. Make the head of player safety logic. Damn, logic Hell rapper. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, dude. <laughs> He'd probably have more sense than that, dude. <laughs> Pretend it's your kid, Logic. Oh shit, ten games. Okay, so listen. Here's what, here's what happens. Yeah. They make real, lo- they make Logic the fifth the like the head of player safety, the fifth member of the council, right? And in order to help players not do stupid shit, every time you get suspended for something, Logic has to write a diss track about you. Hell yeah. How about instead of making him do all that extra work, they just make the players have to listen to a Logic song? Lots of them probably already do. I don't see how this is a punishment. He suck. <laughs> that's the, Damn. That's the, that's, the, that's the thing. I refuse to let this Logic slander stand. He's cheesy, but he's not horrible. I agree. Although, uh, homies, you know that I like the big cheese, so I guess uh, that... Doesn't really mean anything. Mm-hmm. My man's is not good. He's Gouda. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Jake is just lactose intolerant. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah, fair. But yeah, um, get fucked, player safety. You suck. Figure figure your shit out, or else we will lead the protest into the streets of Toronto, disguised as Maple Leafs fans. You will protest we'll as anti-hero. We'll, we'll rip off our John Tavares jerseys and reveal that we've actually been plotting for your demise this entire time. Yeah. It was a little clunky, I, but you got there. I guess the problem is, uh, you know, the approach is to not piss off people as much as possible rather than actually look out for the player that may have gotten hurt. Like yeah. I said, make the Department of Player Safety about player safety. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, they're trying to please everybody, everybody. Yeah. Instead of focusing on player safety, and are in the process just pleasing nobody, and it's it's a bold strategy, and I don't think it's paying off for them, Cotton. No, not yeah. at all. Make player safety safe again. We can get red hats that like say that. And... No, I think those um, are trademark. Yeah. I think we might need to get like orange or purple get zebra hats. hats that I'm not wearing orange. So I'm also not wearing orange. Orange suck. Guys, we just need to get just get some burgundy hats. It'll work. Hell yeah. There you go. <laughs> and speaking That's of it. players you might not be burgundy. wearing orange, Leon Dreisidel. No, he's staying. I'm sorry. No, yeah. There's no way. <laughs> Tyson Berry. Tyson, I was about to say, Tyson Berry Tyson might Barry. not be wearing orange. Yeah. I, I did see... Um, you're stupid if you said this, but I did see people are like, maybe we need to trade Dreisaitl for, like, depth. No. I'm like, no. You're probably fine no. with Dreisaitl. Go find, go find depth in the offseason. Also, maybe go find a goalie that doesn't just turn into a fucking sieve randomly. Yeah. Alright, so on to game two. Uh, game two happened last night as of this recording. 
Avalanche win three to two in overtime. I will say, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure there were freshly made diamonds that came came out of me from that game. Oh I, yeah, my diamonds yeah. are forever. Yep. Um, Carbon dot zip. Avalanche go up one nothing pretty early in the game. Vegas ties it up. Garbage. And Vegas proceeds to not tie it up. Yeah. But make it look like it's going to be a real problem. Yeah. Um, the Avalanche play their worst game of the playoffs. Yeah, probably one of their worst games bad. I've seen them play all season. Yeah, it was it was uh, up there. Game, yeah. game was looking quite strange. And and you know what happened? Doctor Dubs busted through the fucking walls, screaming, "Oh yeah!" and fucking <laughs> gave Brandon the power. <laughs> Yeah, da so moose. It's it, pretty sick. I mean, healthy. <laughs> pretty healthy. Um. So yeah, I mean, like they went up one zero, got scored on. They went up two one, got scored on, and they looked like really bad the entire time. Grubauer had to be captain save a hoe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was. That's it was name. ridiculous. Um. Is that like a is that like a Native American like traditional name or? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, you, you've never heard somebody say Captain Sabo no. before? No, no. Well, you guys aren't on the Honestly. internet enough, and I know that's not true. As soon as you said, as soon as you said Captain Sabo, I was like, oh man, I, I immediately threw in Siege style of naming Operation Sabo. Operation Sabo. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's an internet thing. Y'all need to Google that. Um. Is it? It might not actually Explain be internet. It. It might What's it be from? Pop culture. Uh, I don't know if it's either of those things. The Google Captain Save a Ho. I'm not crazy. Uh, can <laughs> you send crazy. me the link? <laughs> <laughs> it is the kids who are wrong, not me. All right. Um. Yeah, Grubaro, good. Avs bad. Vegas bad. Flurry. Flurry was pretty good in that one. Came out before was the he? game. Well, he was all right. He was good enough to like not lose it for his team, right? Um, I don't know. You could say that he lost it for his team because three goals were scored, and that first one was the worst one I've ever seen any goalie let in ever. Okay, let's be fair. That is 100% uh, Petrangelo's fault for stick-lifting that shit because Flurry was getting all ready for that shot and then just... It doesn't matter. He had his five hole down and covered. He just didn't have it covered enough. It just squeaked through perfectly. Got to cover your five hole. Yeah. I think it was a sweet snipe by the Sodfather himself. Uh, yes. Flurry's cannoli was in the stand after that. He did the no move. It was pretty sick. <laughs> Brendan Sod, the true Nikita Kucherov. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I actually think he didn't have to do much at all. And that he did do was, like, not great. Uh, what did he end that game with? Hold on. He ended the game with Vegas fucking ruining any chances the Avs could take. Somebody posted the heat map in the um, Discord during the game, and it was literally just from the goalie or from the blue line where the Avs only shots like two periods in. Yeah. Um. And so I'm putting that all on Vegas for just playing a fucking game. You know what? Mark hmm. Andre Fleury had an 880 in the game there. Maybe you're right. 
Yeah, we had like no shots, and the shots we did have were dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I there were a lot of shots that like deflected up and into the screen and stuff like that. And I guess like in your mind, it's like that's a good shot uh, or a good chance that they like dealt with. And, uh, well, and the problem is, it seems like we took more shots because Vegas just wouldn't let a shot get through. Yeah, they were blocking a lot in front of them. It was ridiculous, actually. It was the most one of the most frustrating games I've ever watched, honestly. Mm. Yeah. And then Doctor Dubs was like, "Hey, I have the cure for your ailment. Hey, guys, it's Miko Ren." What's up? My favorite was um, after the first period when the when the abs were actually looking good. Like it wasn't until like the second and third that they started falling apart. Um, at the end of the first period, the Avs had like put on a lot, like a whole lot of offensive pressure, and they were looking really, really good. Um, and the NBC announcers were like, "Well, you know, Vegas has blocked ten shots, and the Avalanche have only blocked like three. So, like, they're really outworking and outperforming the Avalanche because they're getting into the dirty areas and they're stopping the puck from hitting the net." And it's like, "Well." you take a look at the shot attempts, it's because, you know, Vegas hasn't shot the puck nearly as much as the Avalanche. Uh, and maybe Vegas shouldn't be, like, praised for letting the offensive pressure get that, uh, get that steep, you know? You know what really would have really helped that game? Uh, they got a little bit more grip. They uh, nope. got pucks in deep. Having uh, a second-line uh, center. <laughs> Fair enough. I like Dakota's answer, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you guys are Babcock fans. Yeah. I mean, listen, there's no... Um, it's no coincidence that the only two teams that made the playoffs that invested in analytics, the uh, Edmonton Oilers and the Toronto Maple Leafs, didn't make it to round two, so... Uh, That's spoilers. All you, need, all you need is uh, to trust your peepers, your eyes, um, the eye test. That's the important test to uh, to pass if you're a hockey team. No Pierre fans in here, I see. Yeah. Uh... I, for one, love watching bald men eat corn dogs. Watching uh... bald men eat corn dogs is my favorite pastime. Pierre is awesome. Dylan, your opinion on the Vegas GK. Oh yes, please. Fuck him. <laughs> uh, I, it's my hatred for the mild has all been moved. I can't. I'm not even angry with the mild anymore. Your this hatred for the mild? Could you me. say it is mild? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um. After the Golden Knights, uh, you know, after they beat the Wild, they assimilated the hatred. Oh yeah. <laughs> Are you saying that you're parting with your hatred for the wild like the boar's hair is parting from his head? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. That's right. Yeah. Anime as leaders. All right. All right, later, guys. All right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, playoff roughing has continued to be playoff roughing. <laughs> that is to say, bad. Yeah. No roughing at all. <laughs> it's been very bad. Um, hey, and very inconsistent, Lance. which is one of the reasons why it's been so bad. Hey, um, Landeskog was, uh, was embellishing the cross-check to his already broken nose by the yep. fact that his nose started bleeding again. Yeah, so... Uh, he so had ketchup packets say, hidden in his gloves. Yeah. Yeah. Pocket sand to make it look like he was crying. 
the whole the whole nine yards. I, I guess it's become pretty common in this year in the playoffs to say that like the refing has been dog shit because like everybody who has seen a game knows that that is correct, right? But it's also been tradition to lose to the Colorado Avalanche and twist that hatred for the referees into complaining about bullshit. Um, see Craig Berube and Pete DeBoer. Because the, the Avalanche got a power play in overtime, and that's how they won the game. Uh, DeBoer complained, like, you know, it was a soft call. And for the playoffs, it kind of was, but at the same time, I see why they call that one. Um, Rantanen gets his stick knocked out of his hands. That's a slash. And I can see how a ref might be saying, like, well, if we don't call that and he doesn't have a stick and they end up scoring, then we kind of impacted the game, so... It's a little soft, but I see where the ref might be coming from. Um, About as soft as DeBoer's brain. Yeah. Again, the argument towards uh, even if it's a soft fucking call, don't fucking slash him, you fucking moron. But then he went to go say, like, you know, it's not the ref's fault, which is, like, a good cover, right? Because, you know, once you complain about refs, they're like, ah, see if we help you at all. Um, Not true. In every series where some coaches bitched about the refs, they've just gotten every call their way the next game. Yeah. It's been working. It's been working this In year. In normal sh- old playoff sans- circumstances, you're absolutely yes. right. But yes. this year, hooey. But yeah. Yeah. Um, the coaches just haven't adjusted yet. Um, they expect the players to adjust, but the coaches haven't yet. So, you know, they do this thing where they cover themselves with, like, you know, I love the referees, um, buying them all bitter once the series is over. Um, you know, I, I spend every Christmas with the referees. Um, but DeBoer is, <laughs> says, I can't blame the refs because, like, you know, Colorado was embellishing the whole time, like, grabbing their faces and, you know, dropping their sticks and stuff. And, like, the only thing that, like, <laughs> happened that game <laughs> where an Avs player grabbed their face was a, a no call, no penalty call. Um, so this didn't affect his team at all. Um, where Gabe Landeskog gets cross-checked in the fucking face off of face-off. Um, and his nose starts bleeding to oh, show that, like, yeah. Oh, that's what that means. Yeah, like... You gotta take the face off! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now you know. Now you get it. They've been doing it wrong the whole time. You know, they used to say that Sid used to cheat with his feet, but you gotta cheat with your stick in the face-off zone, it turns out. Uh, no um, wonder I was so confused about the rules of face-off for so long. Yeah. I still haven't seen that Nobody movie. Nobody was doing so. it right. Yeah. Fuck you, I was <laughs> trying to figure something out with that movie, too. <laughs> uh, the but face. Yeah, it'll be curious oh. to see how that goes. Um, generally means the other team gets more power plays, which sucks, but sometimes it means that no team gets any power plays, and if we're being honest, like the Avalanche are probably one of the best five-on-five teams in hockey ever, so no penalties for either team works pretty well, in my opinion. See, you sound like honest. a bitch saying that, but it's actually fucking true. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, at least, at least since they started recording statistics about 14 years ago, they are the best team recording. Yeah. yeah. Um, five-on-five, I take the abs every time. Yeah, and I was going to say, like, with this game, the, the Golden Knights prove that they can really 
really fuck up our five on five. But the such, but the problem is how re- how repeatable is it? Because yeah, they did that what one other time to us against the regular season, and they still lost that game too. Yeah, yeah. Um, they they outplayed the apps. They they did really really good. Um, they should Shit, have won that did... game. Like, so I'll say, shit, they did it last series against the fucking Wild and lost the fucking game against the Wild doing this yeah. game. Okay, I did this on the DMVR Discord. Um, and people got mad at me and said it was just semantics. But everyone was hand-wringing and, like, you know, being all sad about how the Avs deserve to lose that game. And I'm like, listen, of course he's for Vegas. Everything's for Vegas, like, a ton. But Vegas didn't finish. So just as much as they don't deserve to fucking win the game, I mean, just as much as we don't deserve it, neither the fuck do they. Yep. Finish your goddamn chances. And everyone's like, Grubauer stole it for us. We didn't deserve to win. And I'm like, Grubauer's part of the team. So yeah. team deserved to win. Um, yeah. The t- the puck True. deserved to be in the back of the net. That fucking overtime, I'll tell you what. Yep. That was an absolute sniper shot from Miko there. And like, I don't even think it is a semantical argument, but I didn't want to like continue being like that. Mm-hmm. But I, mean, I don't know. It's a thing where everyone's like, "We didn't deserve it." I'm worried about the team, and it's like, dude, the team just lived through the the most Vegas could possibly have to offer. Yep, that is the best game that Vegas will play. Game one was the best game that the Avs will play. Game two is the best game that Vegas will play. And not only was it the best game Vegas will play, it was the worst game the Avs will play, and they yep. still came away with a win. Yep. And even God if it was lucky, damn. you live with it. Like, who gives a fuck? You got the win. That's what matters. That's, like, the only thing that matters, right? And if you think that, like, the Avs are going to sulk and be like, oh, well, we didn't deserve it, so it's a fake win, and be all depressed for, like, the next game or whatever, like, you're fucking wrong. They're going to think to themselves, like, man, that fucking sucked. Let's not do that again, because we can't take a chance to do that. And Vegas is going to be like, damn, when, we threw everything but the kitchen sink at them, and then we decided to grab that kitchen sink and throw it at them anyways, and we still didn't get the win. You need to think about it this way, too. That's the thing about a team like the Avalanche. You know? They could get fucked in every hole at the same time for 60 minutes straight, but well, at least, like, 11 players on this team are capable of just, like, doing something like scoring a goal with just pure skill yeah right it doesn't matter if they're getting trashed nathan mckinnon can just decide he wants to you know go 97.2 miles an hour and you know snipe it yeah you know Rantanen, smile mccarr gerard taves like we have all this we have all these players that are capable of making an impact at Mm -hmm. any given moment so i mean this is why you get quality players (laughs) you know you play a bad game and they win it for you anyway that's why they're that's why you're paying Ranton and the nine million bucks, right? Like Yep. Exactly. Um and he's proven that he deserves it, unlike a certain Toronto man. Uh, smile, 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 smile. Who was definitely comparable at the time, but maybe not so much now. <laughs> I mean he was, right? He was fifth in scoring this year still even. Yeah. Like but fuck, bro. It's playoffs. I, I don't know. But, you know. I would say Matthews is up there with McDavid and well he's definitely up there with McDavid. Yeah. <laughs> um on the golf course that is. Yeah. But, you know, in the playoffs they just didn't do shit. Yep. 
I don't know how much Toronto-based media you've been consuming, but um, it's depressing. <laughs> it's so fucked up. Um, and every single person is so mad at Mitch Marner and just wants him off the team. So Eichel for Marner, let's go. <laughs> Actually, well I mean, even before that game seven, it was like instantly Marner trade rumors all over my Twitter feed. Yeah. Yep. It's, I mean, because the problem is, is he's, I mean, he's comparable to Miko in that he's not flashy, right? Yeah. In the same way that Matthews is McKinnon-esque. You know, Marner's Miko-esque, where he's really fucking good. But, uh, you know, he just, for some reason, doesn't, like, stand out to people in the same way. Yeah. Also, he can't score goals for shit. He's a pure playmaker, right, too, so. Everyone's yeah. like, why didn't Marner score a goal? And it's like, well, you know. That's not his job. Maybe if Matthews could finish. Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's American. Also... He's from Arizona, so I don't think he can finish. Yeah. Oh, wow. Unlike the finisher, Miko Rin. Ka-ching, we got there. Mm-hmm. Bazunga, bazow. Bazinga. So, yeah. yeah, that's that game. I don't know. Rin yeah. and fucking ruined them. Vegas is either going to be like, we ruined them. Smile, we're great. And they're going to come out and do it again. More than likely, I think, they're going to be like, well, we can't. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, Fuck. Well, damn, we tried. Well, what they did to Minnesota when they had that happen, they came back and scored six fucking goals on them. Yeah, the main issue is about 19 players on the abs compared to Minnesota. Yep. True. And also, Grubauer is way better than Talbot. Yeah. I mean, looking forward to the rest of the series, I think the Avalanche are firmly in the driver's seat. Vegas is good enough to, to win some games. But I think that, like, if you're betting, you, how can you bet against the Avs right now after those few games? I was listening to one Puck Soup. Yep. Um, and they made mention of the 99 Red Wings? Yeah. Winning their first six playoff games in a row and then getting reverse swept. Hmm. Uh, not reverse swept because it was only six in a row, but they swept the first team and then won the first two games in glorious fashion and then promptly just got, you know, a four-game loss streak in the playoffs. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I might have said Lambert just now. It was Dan Ghost Brown that said that, of course, because he has to piss on everything. But, um, yeah, man. Yeah, but we'll then... It's always possible, but who knows? I was about to say, but then everybody else keeps pointing out that the last one, of the, sorry, two of the President Cup winners that went six in a row winning streak went to win the fucking cup. So his argument's just kind of invalid. I mean, it's oh. not an argument. It's just a hockey's hockey, essentially. Yeah. It wasn't even him saying, like, it's going to happen. He's just saying that it's not unprecedented. Yep. He's just saying hockey's fucking weird, as it turns out. Yep. Hockey is hockey. Suck. Stop watching it especially the NHL and their shitty Department of Player Safety. Department of these nuts. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. too. So, Devin, you wanted to talk about the refing a little bit before we get into this. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get into that. But anyways, uh, this ref shit really, um, really pissing me off. Well, I was, I was yeah. actually about to mention that 
with the whole coaches bitching about the refing, I was like, I swear that the Canes coach bitched about the refing and it never got better. Look, so I was, so I was like, huh, I don't know if the refs give a fuck. So I don't understand why people have to sit here and and bitch about like refs making calls on things that literally happened. Um, it's because uh, it, well, it's because uh, DeBoer is actually dumb, while um. Rod Brindamore was complaining that the Predators were doing the exact same shit and the rest weren't calling anything on the Predators while the Canes were literally doing the same things that was happening to them and they were getting the penalties called. That's what he was well, talking about. I'm I'm speaking about like a like a general like attitude kind of thing. Like um I remember you guys talking about how uh, refs will just sometimes not call things as to not interfere with the game. Yeah. yeah. Right? Um, and I think that that is stupid. <laughs> Personally. Um, because like, the refs are like a part of the game, I feel. Right? Yeah. Am I wrong for thinking that? I feel like... Oh, you definitely are. They're not the part of any game. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I just think it doesn't make sense to do that when the players in the game actively are making these decisions and, you know, penalties are, like, they have an actual function in the game. Yes. Well, There's yeah. a rule book for a fucking making, reason. That's what I'll say. It's a penalty for a They're reason. They're making these decisions because they know refs aren't going to do shit. Yeah. If they don't want the refs to call these penalties, they should not commit them. It should not be the ref deciding whether or not they feel like calling it at any given moment. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think. I feel like if there's something that the ref even missed, it, I, I get like people want them to call it in the moment, but I, I personally don't see the problem with calling it after. Yeah. If they see it in like a replay. The penalty is well, a penalty. So... That opens you up to some weird things, and I understand why some people don't want to do it, because then, like, games take forever or whatever. But then, like, the the problem is, like, make the right call, like, initially, right? I, I think you're right. It's very frustrating. Like, obviously, doing stuff impacts the game and not doing stuff impacts the game, so you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. So you might as well do your fucking job and make sure that you've got a clean game being run, right? Um... And then, like, another thing that pisses me off is because, like, there is, like, a letter of the law to the rules, and the refs are so, like, subjective in what they do, and they don't call. Um, people, like, say, like, hey, we would like clarification for what you guys are looking for, um, and why you guys do the things you do. And then they put out press releases that are just, like, there was some confusion about, you know, the goalie interference call that we made that took back a goal um, in this game. So we've decided to let you know what happened. Um, you see, when this happened, the goalie was interfered with, so we called goalie interference. End of statement. <laughs> and well, it's like, no. Actually give us an answer. Tell yeah. us what you're looking at. So I don't know if you guys... I, I know you guys don't watch it, this, but rugby 
Um, and I think to a lesser extent, soccer has kind of a similar system. Whenever there's a review that is going on, you get a microphone feed between the referee who is in that game and the third-party person who is watching replays and trying to help them come to a decision, and you get to hear their conversation about what they are talking about and them telling each other like what they are looking for and why they think something uh, something should happen and stuff like that. And I understand that it kind of fucks up your bullshit if you're trying to like manage the game and make games seem closer by not being consistent for having that, but they should be required to have that at this point because it's ridiculous. Like, hold yourselves fucking accountable. Or else, like, we're going to have to find some way to do it for you. And I don't know what that looks like. Or, like, how it looks it like happen. violence. Um, but, like... It's like Vancouver. If, if you... If you're seriously, like... If you're serious about growing the game and not making new fans confused and helping, like, people, like, feel good about the sport... You need to be consistent with your calls. Yeah. And you need uh, to protect your star players. And uh, I don't know. It, it's, I think, I think calling out players who play dirty is fair. Yes. Um, and for a game, uh, you know, that you can bet on, right? People, people make money off of, yeah these games i yeah. feel like it 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 needs consistency yeah because otherwise you're you're just gonna make people upset and you're gonna lose out on money yeah there was actually some talk about that right um when the well so so gambling has been legalized in lots of places over the u.s now so outside of like vegas and, and places like that that already had a bunch of betting going on it's it's a lot more common now and like it's socially acceptable and people are doing it and so because of that the nhl has a bunch of partnerships with like a lot of like betting companies and stuff like that right and there was talk about how like now that they are in bed with these like betting companies there's going in to bed. have to be more consistency yeah. and there's going to have to be that accountability in order to help make it seem like the, the league isn't fucking rigged. And it's yeah. kind of crazy because all of that started this year and it's probably close to the worst it's ever been. Yeah. Um. And for somebody that's new watching, it is incredibly frustrating uh, trying to n figure out if like something was okay when you don't yeah. call. The line is incredibly blurry what is and isn't acceptable i i would still really we need to show you the uh goaltender interference that uh nashville got away oh, oh sorry that yeah. the canes had Ugh. called on them because i swear to god if someone didn't know what the fuck the rulings were there and how goaltender interference really works they would be sitting there going like wait so i can just pull over my own goaltender and i i get the goal removed off the board because that's yeah. what fucking happened. Yeah. I I know when I talk to you guys when we're watching the game, I always, like, make this Hail Hydra joke. And sometimes that shit is just fucking true. Yeah. <laughs> and it's annoying. I don't, I don't like it. 
I would I would prefer if we had I I want to know for certain when something will be called. I, yeah. It, but you, it is frustrating. I think will. a lot of the players feel the same way, smile. Yeah. <laughs> like I watched the end of the Boston Bruins versus New York Islanders game today. Um and there's a guy who just straight up cross-checked the fuck out of an Islanders player with two minutes left to go in the game. Game tied. Uh, just cross-checked him right into the fucking boards. Um, and got called for it, right? Like, they gave him a, a penalty. And he turned around and said, are you fucking kidding me? Like, what are you doing? Like, you haven't been calling that. And it's just like, well, you know, one, that is a penalty. Like, it is amongst the most penalized things you could possibly do but at the same time my man has a point because like you you never know when they're gonna call you for actually doing something that you weren't supposed to do well i was about to say most of the time if you're cross like you're cross-checking somebody in like in that situation i haven't seen the play exactly but there there's like a few situations where the refs are always just gonna say well fuck it that looked like looked like the penalty that I've been looking like that we normally are like 90% on but yeah if it's just like if it was just like a miniature baby cross check because again I need to actually see he like cross checked him in the lower back like right at it like his hips um, like were they like skating near the round boards like at the end of the ice or were they was it just like in the middle ice they were like in the corner just... like kind of yeah, so the, the corner a little bit Okay, I was about to say, that's where I, I normally do see, like, the one slimmer of consistency come out of nowhere. That's like, oh, if there's going to be a cross-check called, it's in those corners. It's yeah. Did you see the guy that got cross-checked in the head in that series? <laughs> and then was, like, having a hard time skating back to the bench and shit? Oh, very no. cool. Glad to hear about that. Yeah. Hmm. I think there was a sussy or a fine. I don't remember. I, I, could, I could get the info for you. Uh, I wish I was more well-prepared for the cast, but, yeah, you know. You know, Somebody got cross-checked in the head and, you know, had to play a shift for another 45 seconds in the D zone and was mm. very obviously struggling the whole time. Yep. No, um, no whistle. And then had a hard time getting back to the bench. Yep. You, you fucking, you heard me um, when we were doing our round one playoff predictions and we kind of had the, um, or sorry, not the round one playoffs, the actual, like, review of game one and two. Um, and we had that Jets game on and, uh, my boy took one to the Nats, and I, I yelled out, are you going to, like, blow uh -huh. the whistle to stop the play with the guy that's dying on the ice right now? Because, like, no. way too many, way too often, they just let that go. Um, and it's yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. If you ask me, refs getting their shit together is only good for the game. Yeah. It is, it is good for the people watching. It's good for the people playing. And I think it furthers uh the skill ceiling uh you don't because players wouldn't have to worry about shit plays and they wouldn't have to worry about getting injured yeah. and i feel i feel like we could have a super fun fast game uh without people getting destroyed for yeah. no reason yeah, I'll say if the refs do their jobs, the Ryan Reeves and the Bertuzzos of the world do not exist because they are not in the league. They are literally AHL feeders. Yep. All right, rant over. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now to you the rant. Right 
Moose okay. is back in the cage. It's all good. Moose is back in the cage. Uh, so back to uh, round round predictions. Yeah. Right. So round well round one wait. review. Yeah, I think we should review round one. Yeah. First. Um. All right. Okay. So, uh, let's wait. Re- Follow me. Okay. <laughs> On Twitter. <laughs> that's right. At anime as leaders. At anime as leaders. Um, All right, later. All right. That's like the so, third false ending. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's review our round one success as far as our predictions. Um. So I've decided that I'm keeping score on this. I decided this literally a second ago. Um. For every like exactly correct prediction that each of us got um you will get one point that's about to say if you get the games and team yeah what's my prize games um you'll get a feeling of accomplishment even greater than just being a part of this cast damn now we're now we're cooking (laughs) (laughs) now we're cooking with sag all right so the first series Toronto Maple Leafs versus the Montreal Canadiens. The result, Canadians 1-7. To review, Dylan, you said Toronto Maple Leafs in 4. That was incorrect. Devin said Canadians in 4. The spirit was there, but the score was not. (laughs) Indy said Leafs in 5. I said Leafs in 6. And the first person on the board with one point, Jake, you had halves in seven. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> you absolute mad lad. <laughs> Listen, I'm the main character. My predictions have to be right. All right. So, second series. Come on. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, the second series, we have. The Edmonton Oilers versus the Winnipeg Jets. Dylan, you had Oilers in six. Devin, you had Oilers in five. Indy, you had Oilers in five. Y'all were incorrect. Y'all didn't believe in the magic that was Winnipeg, or you had too much faith in Connor McDavid. No, not called Winnipeg for no reason. You losers. (laughs) Loser pigs. Okay, so the thing is, I didn't think they would choke two years in a fucking row. But I guess, yeah. I guess yeah. Edmonton and Toronto have one thing in common: they can't win a win a fucking series. Yeah. So Jets swept. Jets in four. Uh, me and Jake both said Jets. Jake said in six. I said in seven. There are no points awarded for that round. Um, get fucked, everybody. We suck at this. Moving over to the East, Penguins versus Islanders. The result: Islanders in six. Uh, Dylan, you said penguins in five. Devin, you said penguins in six. I also said penguins in six. You guys um, know nothing about hockey. We had too much faith in Sidney Crosby. <laughs> no, and, uh, we we had faith that they that... had, and the fact that they you know had a goaltender that could actually play goaltending, um, play goalie. Yeah. You know that was that was that was the main fall of that. When you let the New York Islanders score like five goals a game, you know your goalie is trash. Um, Indy, you said Islanders in seven. Jake, you also said Islanders in seven. Close, but not quite. Again, I didn't think I didn't think Christian Jari would just spread his legs open like that and say "score <laughs> on me, please." Just hey, how's it going? 
Um, Tristan Jari, otherwise known as Riley Reed. <laughs> also, in the East, Bruins versus Capitals. Bruins in five on that one. Um, they made pretty short work. They gave they gave them the old gentleman's sweep. Um, Dylan, you said Bruins in seven. Devin, you said Bruins in six. Indy, you said Bruins in six. I also said Bruins in six. We were, we thought it would take one more game. We were close. Um, Jakey said Bruins in seven. All of us got the right team. The wrong number of games. We were, we were half right. It- if they uh, played Yay. Craig Anderson for one more full game, they would have the Capitals would have got one more game. Yeah, I swear to God. Uh, moving over to the Central, Hurricanes versus Predators. Canes in six for that one. That that's the way it went. Uh, Dylan, you said Canes in four. Devin, you said Canes in four. I also said Canes in four. Sorry, Indy said Canes in four. I said Canes in five. And getting it right for his second point of this um, game that he didn't know he was playing. Jake, you said Canes in six. Listen, I thrive on being right. <laughs> I can't. You're right. I do feel wings. satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> That's the prize at work. I was about to say, I didn't think Sorrows would, uh, you know, go full Pecorine and just steal games. More games. like you say Sorrow. Um. All right. I Maybe didn't think my homies, the Canes, would choke halfway through. All right. Yeah. They you know, didn't lose. It was looking like. It, I was about to say, like, it looked like nobody could win a uh, away game during that series. It was kind of no. ugly. Yeah. All right. The other game in the Central, Tampa Bay. Sorry, not game series. Tampa Bay versus the Florida Panthers. That one was Tampa Bay in six. Um. Our predictions, however, were Dylan, you said Tampa in five. Devin, you said Tampa in five. I said Florida in six. Jake said Florida in seven. And for his first point on the scoreboard, Indy said Tampa Bay in six. I knew the cheaters were going to do it within six. (laughs) And Florida almost did it, though. Yeah, they made I mean, they didn't almost yeah. did it. Their third goalie, they almost did it. Well, you know, <laughs> they started Bob, which was a huge issue. Um, motherfucking um, Dreger was in Pain Town, yeah, Injuryville, USA, and they had to play a guy who was playing his first games in the uh, National Hockey League. So, you know, yep. that's great. Um. And they were missing their 1D, which, I mean, we knew about going into the series, but still. Yep. Still a really fun matchup. I hope it happens again. I felt like most of the other games weren't nearly as good as that first one, which was a bummer. Uh, but Well, yeah, yeah, but it was still a good matchup. Yeah. It it was fun hockey to watch. It'll it'll be interesting to see um, what that series looks like when the Panthers are healthy and when they decide that Bob isn't who you start in that series. Thanks, uh, Bill Zito. Just give the Kraken a few few picks. Have them take Bob, please, for the love of God. <laughs> All right, moving out to the West. The West is the best. We had Vegas versus Minnesota. That was Vegas in seven was the call on that one. Dylan, Devin, me, all said Minnesota in six. We were wrong. 
Sorry. Thought, <laughs> thought, thought that the wild had it in them. Kirill the thrill. Couldn't get it done. Kirill the friendly ghost. You know who did get it right, though? Jake and Indy. You both said Vegas in seven. You both get a point. The rich As are getting richer. As a wise man once said, hog champ. Um, I'm going to have to ask you to redistribute these points um, among everyone else. <laughs> Otherwise, we will rise up. Uh, we will take back the means of production and uh, guillotines will be built. I bet Connor McDavid wishes he could take back the means of production. <laughs> oh, no. Um. So yeah, I Minnesota made that a series towards the like the end of the series. Looked like Vegas might run away with it. They pushed back, and uh, yeah, I mean it was it was a pretty good series all in all. Well, I was about to say the. Uh... The Wild almost came back from a 3-1 deficit, and I was kind of scared because I didn't want to see a uh, very energized Minnesota team come out of there. Didn't the Wild win the first game? Yeah, they, they won did. the first game, but In then overtime. they lost the next yeah. three. Yeah. Okay. They, like, almost got gentlemen swept. Uh, the <laughs> last series, Avalanche versus Blues. Emphasis on the lose. Um, abs in four. <laughs> they were... They swept. Right? Like, yeah, get fucked. I expected the Blues to put up a little bit more of a fight, but uh, get fucked. All of us said the Avalanche are the better team, but the Blues are annoying, so I give them one. Except for Indy, who said he'd give them two. All of us were incorrect. Um, abs in five for everybody but Indy, <laughs> who said abs in six. No points. Um, very sad. How dare they win I, again. I, again, I really thought the Blues would just be, you know, that annoying son of a bitch that just refuses to die. How could we Damn. possibly be so strong? Yeah. We all got the same amount of wins on this one as the Blues did. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because we swept them. Oh, I get it. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so for those of you at home, that means that round two is upon us, and we're starting off in the east. Boston Wait, hold on. Blues. How many points do each of us have? Can we just read that off? Um, I, I have two. No. You have three. And yeah. everyone else and everyone else has zero. Yeah, that's right. I have four. No, you have three. I have four. Uh, why? Uh, you. The burden of proof is on you. Okay. You. Uh, Habs in seven was one point. Jets in six was not a point. Islanders in seven, not a point. Bruins in seven, not a point. Canes in six, not a point. Florida in seven. Canes in six Canes was in a six. point. That's my bad. Yeah. Florida in seven, not a point. Vegas in seven, point. Abs in five, not a point. That's four. That's, that's, that's three. I have five points. <laughs> Listen, you oh, should shit. be. They're multiplying. You should be, you should be happy to get three points. That's more than Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner got combined. Okay. Hey. -o. No, no, no. Matthews, Matthews had one goal and a bunch of assists because he kept feeding the uh, Nylander. But that was the only person who could. Yeah, Nylander score. was tight, and everybody was like, Nylander was okay in the series, and I'm like, he was the best forward you had. Yeah. I was about to say, like, how you say he was all right? He had the most goals. Yeah. Nylander was good in that series. Poor Nylander. Face of the franchise. Uh, should, get, should get Marner money. <laughs> so, round two. Going to the east. 
the Boston Bruins will take on the New York Islanders, and I already have. We're making predictions well, for this one. Um, so, like, people on the show that have been paying attention will know whether or not a team can sweep or whatever. Um, so I'll tell you what the tell you what the current series is at um just so that there's no surprises or competitive edge now that we are scoring this uh currently the boston Bruins are ahead of them of the new york islanders two games to one so dylan dylan falling out okay let's go bruins and five dylan says bruins and five they're gonna win out i'm gonna say bruins and six okay indy i say uh bruins and six I think the Islanders will uh, not be able to stop the perfection line. Fucking whatever that fucking line's called. Hmm. Jake, what Hold do you on, got? I'm doing my winner calculations up here in the old noggin. Hmm. Um, you know, I'm thinking Bruins and Sick. Either everyone gets a point, and I don't get a point, or I'm the only one who gets a point. Or, or nobody, nobody can get points. That's just true. I'm going to say Islanders in seven. God, I was sitting there just like, it was on the tip of my (laughs) tongue, dude. You were going to say it, but I have to say it for both of us. Islanders in seven. Okay, I get a point if you win. Uh, That's not how that works. He's just trying to make AJ happy. (laughs) I just think that the Islanders play shitty hockey. Um... Uh, they and play the terrific they, shitty hockey. They 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 play a style that I think can help them beat the Bruins. Um, I don't think that that's. I I don't think I would be surprised if they win the thing, this one. The uh, thing is, the Bruins have a goalie who hasn't turned into an absolute sieve. I think that like ninety percent of Boston sports fans would disagree with you. I think they would be wrong, but I think they would disagree with you. That's because Boston fan. Sorry. Bruin fans are not humans. Yeah, they're they're dumb. Um, but yeah, Islanders in seven. Everybody picked Bruins last round. Everybody but me picked Bruins this round. I'll see you in the winner's circle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, the North. The Winnipeg Jacks. Winnipeg Jets. Hold, hold up. Final the Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> 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 Holy shit. I'm a Winnipeg fan now. Holy crap. Um yeah. Winnipeg the, Jets. The Winnipeg Jets versus the Montreal Canadiens. One team swept, one team upset. Uh currently the Canadians are up one game to nothing on the Winnipeg Jets, and their number one center is suspended for being a piece of shit. That's the clip I posted. I know Link saw it. I don't know if uh the other one did. Oh, damn! The other. One. <laughs> I see. You know the one. Indy. Indy. That's right. It? Anime is leaders. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go for Jets, and I am debating the number. Okay. Did you watch the video of that hit? I don't. I think I did. Or the guy. But I was like, oh my frame. fuck, oh my fuck, oh my fuck. That was one of the worst hits I've ever seen. Oh no. yeah, no, yep. Uh huh. Um, the one where the guy was upside down. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, um, it was that guy's birthday. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Happy birthday to the ground. 
Fuck you, that was my joke. I I was saving that for the last hour and a half specifically to tell fucking Devin. I specifically just set myself up for it in this moment. It's a bad band. Because it's... I wanted to get. I wanted to say the joke to him. I wanted to be the one to put a smile on his face, it's, and you stole this opportunity like a, from me. A perfect moment to say jets and sex. These nuts in seven. <laughs> no, these nuts right now. I am livid. <laughs> he knew it too. He knows what he did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I told him that he... joke, and I was like, I'm going to wait to get his live reaction on the pod. Oh, you didn't say that. It was no, good, No, I didn't too. say that, but that, sure was in, that... that was in my noggin. I'm also pretty sure that Indy initially made the happy birthday to the ground joke, so... No, I made the happy birthday to the ICU. Oh, that's right. Okay. But he didn't get thrown in there. He got... <laughs> happy birthday to the ground. Oh... You motherfucker, Dakota. I'm glad that I was the one that made you smile. Just know, that. Link, that Dakota's a bitch, and I am not the only one who thinks so. His parents, his teachers, and his principal all agree with me unequivocally. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say, uh... I'm gonna say Jets 5. They're gonna gentlemen sweep, make a miraculous that's, comeback with their number one center out. That's what I'm thinking. Roll over the Montreal Canadiens, make them wish they were never born. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Indy. I'm sitting here debating on this. This one's fucked up because it's like actually kind of a toss-up for a lot of reasons. I want to say Jets. I want to say Jets in six just because Hellebuck just steals every game that he needs to steal. Because it's Hellebuck versus Price. Like, that is really it. Yep. Alright, Jake. Abs 5. This one's tough for me because I truly believe that the Winnipeg Jets can do it. I think that their center depth is at risk because of the uh, the suspension. I think the Montreal Canadiens are going to be pissed. I think Carey Price has a chip on his shoulder. I think Connor Hellebuck is amazing. Habs in 4. Damn. Okay. He's projecting the sweep. <laughs> is, is the North going to be the uh, how the East was a few years ago, where if you swept somebody, you're about to get swept. I just think, like, I, I think they're going to play pissed. I think Hellebuck is good enough to keep them in it, but it's probably not actually going to be four, right? Um, but someone's going to get fucking swept. And I think that if anybody can get swept, it's the fucking Jets. So, yeah. Uh, Moving on to the central division we have the carolina hurricanes versus the tampa bay lightning dylan what are your predictions give uh, the current they haven't have they played oh oh that's right yeah. um i forgot about that uh currently the tampa bay lightning are up two games to one think that the hurricanes have been struggling and they don't think i want to see it happen i'm gonna say lightning in five a lightning in five i'm gonna say lightning in seven i am going to say canes in seven because i really want the canes mm. to get out of there but i know the lightning are gonna go down i think it's lightning in six i think 
if the Canes didn't lose the first two. Um, I'd feel a lot better about it because I think the Canes played a better game in both mm-hmm. of those. And they won tonight, but I don't think they beat the Lightning another three times. I think that you're... I think that you're correct, right? I think that you're coming from a place of logic. Um, and I think that a betting man says Tampa Bay in six. Um, that's what my head says, but my heart says Canes in seven. I'm joining Indy on this one. Insubordinate and churlish. <laughs> uh, and finally, we have the West Division. Colorado Avalanche versus the Vegas Golden Knights. As we know, the series is 2-0 Avalanche right now. Mm-hmm. Throwing all brownie points out the window. I'm going to say abs in four because I want it. <laughs> I do too, so bad. <laughs> I'm just going to say it because we already talked about it, and I think it, it'll happen. Avs in four. Okay. Indeed. I'm going Avs in five. I Again, I don't see the Golden Knights pulling off another terrific defensive game like that again. They may be able to pull, again, a quarter of that shit happening yet again inside their own building, but we have proven to them that their building doesn't help them that much by the fact that we've already beat them while they had fans in there. Yep. Jake. Avs and Five. Um, I'm torn between abs in four and abs in five. Uh, I'm gonna go yeah, abs in four and a half. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Um, they'll just retroactively award a game to the Avalanche in the middle of uh, transit. It'll be sick. I'm gonna say abs in five. Um, I think that Vegas could win a game in Vegas with a Mark Andre Fleury that performs a lot better than he did last game. I expect it to be like a 2-1 game where like defensively the Avalanche are very good but they just kind of let a couple in and Flower stands on his head in Vegas. I think that that's pretty much the only way they can win. I think it's certainly possible. So, yeah, I think they could win one game. Uh, I don't think they will. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, there you have it. Our round two predictions. Uh, totally not biased based in fact we've looked at the numbers we've looked at the analytics um we consulted the greatest minds in hockey including pierre Me. mcguire and uh jake and jake yeah <laughs> yeah jake last name doxing um <laughs> so yeah uh, I think that's... <laughs> that's right jake anime is leaders yeah that's his last name later it's just Jake as later. Um, so I guess just some quick news stuff. We could get all through all of this pretty fucking quickly. Um, Let's get right into the news. Right into the news. Uh, the leaves are embarrassing. No. Toronto's on fire. Team Chaos won. Um, I don't know how how you guys I, predicted it. The thing is, you know what their Canada, coach said the Canada's on fire. It's amazing. When Mr. One, Sheldon Keefe, was like, yeah, I didn't talk to the team after the loss. I figured they were upset, so I just left. Oh, very cool. I was like, wait, that doesn't sound very coachy. Wait, wait, Sheldon, I, I, wait, Sheldon Keefe just got in his car, packed his bags, and yeah, just drove? Dude. <laughs> dude, hell yeah. That's, 
fucking embarrassing. Like, Did you address the team after the loss? And he was like, no, they seemed upset, so I didn't. I was like, okay, coach. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah. Nice pep talk. The Leafs were kind of championed as a juggernaut. They were a true contender. They had the top end talent. They had grit at the bottom. Um, their depth kind of contributed and were looking pretty okay for the most part. Their top guys didn't show up. Listen, if fucking Alex Kerfoot and Jason Spezza are your fucking two and three scorers, you're having a really bad time. I was about to say, when Jason Spezza is your second best scorer, when you have the Rocket Richard winner on your fucking team and he has one goal in seven fucking games, it is a joke. It is pathetic. If Alexandre Kerfoot is even in the conversation, you're having an issue. <laughs> I love Kerfoot, but you're right. That's what um, I was about to say. Kerfoot wasn't known for being too much of a, like a great scorer, but like <laughs> Kerfoot um, and Nieto were the last of the like I hate these players for no reason players. For you, yeah. For me, yeah. Like Kerfoot, Nieto, Como. Some of it was like leftovers from. That sixteen seventeen season, and Como came around. Make no mistake. Yeah, Como but, came around, but I feel like your initial hatred for him was not unfounded. Um, like but I just feel like there were a lot of players that were like, like they didn't feel like Avalanche players, if that makes sense. Yeah, they just felt like random dudes. And Sod kind of feels like that, but I still feel like I love Sod. Yeah, I would kneel before Sod. But I don't know. I just don't have any players. Like, Belly, I don't like because he's bad, but I love Belly because he's Belly, so. Yeah. He's an av, 100%. Yeah. Um, he's one of the dudes. Yeah. But point being, I never liked Kerfoot. Yeah. Um, and I was happy we traded him for a player I really liked, who, you know, I can't watch play right now because. Yeah, yeah. So for, for the Leaves, they had the Tavares injury, which was awful. Um, you can't plan for that. Muzzin went down. He was their best defender. Um, the, the thing is, they mounted a comeback after Muzzin got injured, so I'm still sitting here going, like, you guys epically choked this. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no Did- excuse. Like, those are, those are excuses, but they're not they're not valid excuses, right? Like, they're... Is there an ex-best D, Hyman? Uh, uh, Hyman, I think, I think so. it's a forward. Did he play well, or did he get popped? Um, hold on. Zach Hyman. Somebody pop the Heim? Thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, Hyman is a forward. Yeah, Hyman, is he a forward? Jesus Christ. Yeah, he, he's on the same line as Matthews and Marner. And he was that goes the to show person. how much I know about Toronto. I thought Hyman was a fucking defenseman for a year. No, I was about to say, <laughs> trust me, every time I like heard his name, I was like, that sounds like a defenseman. And then I saw their lineups, and I was like, oh, I am. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he just Hyman's sounds... usually are the... <laughs> The, the first line of defense um, <laughs> um but yeah it's like the ultimate like this is this sounds correct so it must be uh, well, okay so so morgan I, I, Riley, I gave up my i don't know much of morgan, morgan riley there morgan we go riley and tj brody are who they played on the top once muzzin left so listen i don't know much about the leafs right and i think i made that perfectly clear yeah. um but i feel like the leafs were always like the juggernaut in the north. The winter is coming, and it's the maple leaves. Yeah, 
and it was like they're as good as Colorado or better and et cetera, et cetera. All of these um discussion points. Yeah. And then as soon as they got the shit kicked out of them in the playoffs, all of a sudden everybody is like, Yeah, they had these really glaring, obvious weaknesses. As it turns out, getting like, you know, um Joe Thornton and um Wayne the Simmons. other dude who sucks. Uh Wayne Simmons, is that yeah. thinking of? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Turns out getting him, Wayne Simmons, what did they get? Is it Bogosian that they got? Uh, they got Bogosian, yeah. Yeah, as it turns, everyone's like, oh yeah, you know, that's really obvious weaknesses, you know. Some really obvious downfalls, and uh, everyone's just talking about how it's like a very clear thing that they lost and how it makes a ton of sense now that they've done it. Whereas before it was like, LOL, Leafs in four, like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I thought say. that was really funny. I'm not going to say that I knew a ton about Toronto, obviously, but the perception of how people discussed them from before to after that series is just kind of hilarious because I don't feel like they can be an obvious juggernaut, one of the best teams in the league, and also just have, yeah, it's it's clear why they lost with these well, super obvious like downfalls. Well, so <laughs> I, I think that the, but the, the thing is that going into the season, people were saying like, hey, they need to get tougher. They need to have like some pushback. They need to have some fight. Um, that Everybody thought they were soft. Right, which is why they got Wayne Simmons, and that's why they got Joe Joe Thornton and stuff like that because they can play a physical game if they want to. Now Thornton's more of a playmaker; he's always been a lot more skill, but like he's an old guy who can be in a leadership role and he can be the heart of your team. And Wayne Simmons can punch the fuck out of you, right? Like that's why you get him. Um, so people were like, now that they've done that and they've gotten that toughness, they're in a much better spot. And then when it didn't work out for them, they're like, oh, yeah, well, why did you get those people that punch people? Like, it, it is It's not just to have them, it though. Ways. It's the analytics people and stuff, too. Mm. It's everybody. It's Puck Soup. It's fucking Friedman and Merrick, and it's everybody. <laughs> it's, it's literally li- everybody. It's literally and... all of Toronto just going like, oh, yeah, no, this team's a cup-contending team, too. All of a sudden, they're like, this team needs to be torn down, and you need to burn stuff. You need to figure out what the fuck is wrong. It's like... Well, and to you- Puck's crew... To Puck Soup's credit, they said fucking, they pointed out, they're like, they looked at Barclay Goodrow and Blake Coleman and thought that getting fucking Wayne Simmons and Joe Thornton and Zach Bogosian was the same thing. Whereas those guys, like, are skilled players who beat the shit out of you. I was about to say, like, uh, those are, yeah. And these guys just beat the shit out of you. They don't have that skill part that it's kind of critical to Tampa's success, as it turns out. I was about to say, Tampa got a bunch of young, punch-your-face-in skill people apparently the abs have really wanted blake coleman for years like so badly Mm. and watching some tampa yeah (laughs) yeah but it's just kind of interesting right because i i i I agree with you they were highly touted as a top tier team and then as soon as they like were knocked out of the playoffs everybody was like well that doesn't surprise me because they were obviously terrible and I do think that it is tough to like have it both ways. Like I feel like that's something I notice about a lot of media. Yeah. Is that it's a both ways thing. I'm sure I've had those things in even our limited run. But it's like the rest versus rust thing, right? When when I say I don't know if they'll be rested or rusty, it's because it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's a point of conversation that you can have before and after and be right or wrong and be both right and wrong and be right right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Yeah. It's just an easy go-to for broadcasts that, or, you know, discussion boards or 
podcasts or anything where it's just like, yep, we can say whatever we want about this and be right or wrong, and it's fine because we can still talk about it just like it's a real thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, and now you know how the media works. We need to have a war of info. No. Mm, that sounds like a terrible idea. Good thing that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so moving on. Uh, we talked about the Shifley hit. He got suspended for four games. Seemed a little light to me. Uh, I, again, throw, throw the book at him. See, I actually think it seems light to me in like normal circumstances. Mm-hmm. But for how they call something, I feel like that's the most consistent call they've made with how they normally do shit. It weighted the playoff games properly. He has no history. He's not a dirty player. That's what, that's um, what I'll say. It was a bullshit hit. It was yeah. bad. And it was, you know, smile. Yeah. Uh, you know, four was... games. Eight, four playoff games, eight regular games for a guy with no history on a hit that sucked ass. Yeah, that seems okay. Sure. Well, or how they normally about... do it, right? I was about yeah. to say, I was talking to Dakota last night. I was like, they're just going to give him two. I was like, they're just going to ding him for two. I was happy to see that they didn't hit him for just two or something. I was ready for one or three. Yeah. That was my... Not two, one or three. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, four... I was initially very mad that they didn't give him an in-person. I guess, you know, giving him the maximum for that is fine. I guess they didn't want to deal with arbitration and stuff either. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, uh, within the the confines of, like, what they say they do, I think it's probably fine, right? Um, I just, I guess that I would like to see heads like that taken out of the game. I think they're dog shit. I think they're dumb. And I think that the the way to get that out of the game is by heavily penalizing it, right? But yeah, I think you're correct otherwise. I know. <laughs> uh so the other kind of like weird piece of news um was that towards the end of the Florida Panthers series the Tampa Bay Lightning got rid of a long-standing rule where you couldn't be in like premium like box seats and wear jerseys that belong to another team. Um It's not even just box seats, it's like certain rows and sections too. Yeah. Yeah. High cost. It's random. It's random as well. High cost and on broadcast. Hmm. Mm, yeah. Um. That seems stupid. I don't know how they got away with ever having it. Um. It took them a like viral video of a Panthers fan, like fighting with arena staff, um, to decide that maybe they should fucking cool it. Um, and they told them they would call the cops on him for wearing. And he was with. And he was with his son. <laughs> they said he was they were gonna call the cops on him and his son. They're wearing the opposing team's gear. <laughs> Poor man That's arrested ridiculous. for wearing a Fuller Panther jersey in a Tampa Bay arena. Yeah. Um that's an optics nightmare. Isn't that right, Dylan and Devin? Yeah. Yeah. I'm Dylan now. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, it's stupid. They should never have had that uh policy at all. What the fuck is wrong with that? Apparently they had it because fans complained, and so they instated it. So they were like, we paid a bunch mm. for these seats, we don't want to have opposing teams fans here. Why not? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I found it fun <laughs> sitting in the middle of a bunch of Blues fans. <laughs> oh, that is man. what has been reported by me- members of the media who would be in the know. 
Yeah. So Jake. Um. <laughs> I am the Senate. <laughs> they um, said, "Can we ban opposing teams' uh, gear from these sections?" And I said, "Do it." Yeah. <laughs> um, listen, I only agree if we ban uh, Chicago Blackhawks fans from being in Ball Arena. Agreed. Well, well no. Um, the thing is, Chicago Blackhawks fans end up everywhere. It's, it's there's no. Long. I'm sure those jerseys will be dormant for some time. Oh yeah, but then again, when that when that empire rises again, the, the Chicago fan base. When it strikes be, back, maybe. When it strikes back, uh, God, no, please stop. <laughs> that was exceptional, off the cuff humor. Fuck you. We've been talking a ton of Star Wars tonight. Empire Strikes Back joke is perfectly in line. Fuck um, who. But yeah, I don't understand why you give a fuck about other, like, fans from other teams being in your building. Like, I understand, like, me and you will not allow another fan base to start a chant in our building, because fuck you. Um, but that's on us to, like, enforce as fans. Um, yeah, again, that's why... We just have to out-pep the, uh, the other guys. Again, that's why yeah. you, you find the section that they are going to be in. You set yourself in the middle of it so you can out be louder than them. While being in the middle of their chant, yeah, we have to chant louder. Fuck off during their chant. <laughs> exactly. Can't wait till you guys go to an Avs game with Dakota. I join yeah. him for like half the game and then sit there, and he's still going, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> yep. I was about to say, man is. He lets dedicated. his South Dakota out more at games. <laughs> 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 Base Dakota. Uh, <laughs> go down on the ice and hardcore dance. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? Might want to speak a little closer to the microphone. Sorry. Yeah, we yeah. couldn't hear that uh, at all. He's, he's going to go down to the ice and hardcore dance. No, no, he doesn't hardcore Ryan dance. He, he, yeah. <laughs> well. Yeah. <laughs> I just imagine Ryan Reeves hardcore dancing now. Hey, he does karate kicks with his skates on. Yeah. <laughs> What's the effective way to take care of a hardcore dancer who's on ice? Hope security uh, is hear... join in. <laughs> so yeah, uh, next up, Ottawa Health is a savage establishment. Uh, Jake uh, knows all about that. What did they tweet out, my friend? They tweeted, unlike the Toronto Maple Leafs, COVID-19 is still active. Please be careful out there. Yep. Damn. Oh. <laughs> I thought that shit was so wow. funny. <laughs> That's pretty good. I, again, oh. it's just whenever the Leafs lose, all of Can all of Canada just joins in and just mocks them for a little bit, and they go back to what they were doing. It's very funny. Um, get fucked, the Leafs. We've already been over how they suck. Also, Stephen A. Smith, because ESPN got the hockey contract starting next year alongside TNT. Uh. Noted sports personality Stephen A. Smith has started talking about hockey, and if you haven't seen his rants, they're pretty funny, especially coming he's from like, somebody who doesn't know anything about hockey. He's like, there's two things I know about hockey. The puck is black, and Connor McDavid is the best player in the league, and he got swept in the first round. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hell yeah, Stephen A. There are some idiots that are like, this guy has no class, he doesn't belong in hockey. Uh, that's not their issue with him, smile. But they're like, <laughs> class, huh? 
mm. people who uh people who uh spit hot takes with no basis like are ruining the sport like this is bad for hockey and shit and i'm like shut up dude uh, the no. button-up white dudes in suits that reverently think of the old days and old-time hockey and the code and shit. Those are what's bad for hockey and what's keeping it down. Stephen A. Smith making jokes about how he doesn't know anything about hockey but still knows it's funny as fuck that the Leafs lost again. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Nerd. I think Stephen A. Smith is going to be good for hockey, personally. Um, especially when he's talking shit about the Toronto Maple Leafs. And calling now them listen, the... when he talks shit about the Avs, fuck him. <laughs> otherwise man go for it um he called the toronto maple leaves the dallas cowboys of the nhl and of canada um in a lot of ways i think maybe he's not fucking wrong it's very funny i want to see him throughout these hot takes as much as i want to see him get introduced to cool shit yeah Just like i want him like to see plays. i want him to see end to end like i want him to watch the oh boy clip and get the live reaction from that like that kind of shit yeah yeah you know what i mean where he's like i want him to say it's pathetic that they got swept and also i'm gonna watch this sweet clip oh my god nathan mckinnon and he actually performs in the playoffs he he's the true best player in the league and throw his hot take in like that Mm. that sounds like a great time well i actually the funny thing was i was uh, listening to uh 31 thoughts earlier today and uh if i remember correctly they went like yep uh they're talking about the series that ended, and they're like, they're like, Avalanche Blues. Um, Nathan McKinnon just destroyed the Blues, and there's really not too too much more to talk about, except for also how sneaky good uh, Gabriel Landeskog is. And I was just sitting there going like, yes. Gabe the Babe is getting his due. Gabriel Landeskog. Gabriel Landeskog. The Swedish chef. He can make me pancakes anyway. Mm-hmm. Stephen A. Smith is good. Gabriel Landeskog is beautiful. The sun rises and sets every day. Uh, finally, the draft lottery happened yesterday. Yoy! Um, and there is no god. The Buffalo Sabres got the first overall pick. Um, they will proceed to squander that pick because their system and their organization is a joke. As soon as they got that pick, I saw a tweet that says, Owen Power has requested a trade from the Buffalo Sabres. Yeah. <laughs> I was about I mean, to say, like, is there just more Eric Lindros-style bullshit that just gets pulled because the Sabres is, like, actual, like, toxic wasteland right now? So, Indy, please explain the Eric Lindros uh, reference to the boys. Oh, I so guarantee Eric- you they don't know. Oh, okay. Eric Lindros, a really good player who was drafted first overall by the uh, Quebec Nordiques, who became the Colorado Avalanche, uh, told that he would not uh, report to the team and would not play for them. So he basically had to be traded immediately because he was not going to play for the team because he was not going to dress. Because the owner of the Nordiques at the time was a bitch. Yeah. 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 And but yeah, so like. Lindros did not give out his reasoning of why until very, like way later, but yeah, he just like sat there and as soon as he was drafted, it was like, nah, fam, I'm not playing for you. And so he was traded for a buttload of money, uh, Peter Forsberg and a handful of other players and picks. And then shortly afterwards, uh, the Quebec Nordiques moved to Colorado and uh, win a cup. Y'all know the name Peter Forsberg, yes. Yes. Mm. The trick question. I know you do. 
to the guy in that clip where he's looking at that other dude, and that other dude looked like he should have worn his brown pants that day. Yes. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. I was about to say the original, oh, boy. Yes. Yeah. The inner monologue, oh, boy. So, yeah. That's, uh, that's Eric Lindros. The Sabres couldn't have picked a better year to win the draft lottery because the class is generally weak and nobody knows how good anybody is, actually. So, yeah, before the, the but, most Buffalo Sabres win. Wait, before, no, no. The, before all this fucking year happened, it was like, this is one of the worst draft class in a while. And now that they haven't been able to watch that shit, it's been, now we don't even know how bad or good it is. <laughs> so... so the Buffalo Sabres, if you guys don't remember, are the team who, um, you know, wasn't letting that guy get surgery. They also just recently said they still don't want him to get the surgery. Um, oh. <sighs> yeah, so that's that team. But they've squandered yes, like but... $6.9 trillion first overall picks, and they have another one now. And it's not a good one. Yep. Well, and the other thing is their second, or second overall pick from a few years ago is also just like, get me the fuck out of here mode. Mm-hmm. So, again, that team's falling apart. I don't expect many people to ever want to play there right now until something just... Well, I, I would have to assume the owner of the team would have to sell it yeah. for okay. anything to happen. A lot of people are thinking it's the, the owner that is fucking it all up. Mm. Um, They also decided who was going to pick second overall yesterday. And uh, picking second overall in the upcoming entry draft. That's right, anime is leaders. That's right, anime is oh. leaders. Um, the Seattle Kraken. Yes, they won. Oh, the Kraken. Do you guys know who the Kraken are? Smile. Uh, they're from Seattle. Mm. You should know this. We've discussed it. I was about to say, what other info about the Kraken uh, is there? I forget. <laughs> they're new. Yeah, they're, they're not new. a team yet. Yeah, they will oh, be a team. That's right. They're the expansion okay. team that enters the league next season. Yeah, that is cool. So they get a high pick for entering the league, and Vegas dropped to sixth, and then got a player who sucks shit. Um, and then they smile. also picked up another player within that first round, and then traded him away for Pacioretty. Yeah, and <laughs> so fucking. You could say that Nick Suzuki is fucking so tight. I um, fucking love Nick Suzuki. I'm so glad he's not in Vegas. Yeah, so the Seattle Kraken get uh get the second overall pick, which is cool. Good for them. We will have one Avalanche player that we know and love on that team it's, uh, next year. Yeah. So I guess we can have a rooting interest in that. Mm-hmm. We'll be like, damn, Don Squay looks good in that blue. I was... Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. I unmuted to say that shit. <laughs> I was literally about to say, we wish you well, Jonas. <laughs> See, I just remember when Vegas was like, uh, we'll take Calvin Pickard. And then I was like, okay, Pickard will look good in that jersey. Can sit he down to wore. the minors. No, he wore it for one game because they had to go to their fifth goalie. I miss Pickard. He wasn't a great goalie, but he, he was, was a bad goalie, team. but a great guy. I know. He deserved better. He deserved to be better. He deserved yeah, better he than to be thrown on the Detroit Red Wings AHL team. <laughs> I think that's where I last knew of his name. I don't know where he is now, and he yeah. might not be playing. So later on, we'll have to pour one out for Big Dick Pick, but in the meantime, we have to leave you. Actually, I do interrupt what? one more thing. Okay. The uh, Taylor Hall winning the first overall draft pick is still a thing. 
Yeah. Um, the team who I know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um. So for the homies, Taylor Hall, every team he's on wins the lottery, except for mm. the uh, Coyotes last year. So. Yeah. They didn't win the lottery this year either. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to Puck Soup and uh, Lambert was like, I just want the Coyotes to win the first overall pick because they're not allowed to. So if they win, <laughs> they have to redraw. He's like, I just want them to win twice in a row. <laughs> uh, because they cheated and got their first round pick taken from them. So they can't win the lottery. And then mm. picked a racist and then had to give him up. So. Oh, well. Remember that? The racist bully guy? Yeah, that was them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do remember that. We've had multiple discussions about it. Man, McKinnon could have been throwing a helmet at him this year if he played. (laughs) Hell yeah. So yeah, um, this one went on a little bit longer than I think any of us thought it would, even though we knew it was going to be longer. If you stuck around. Yeah, even though it was explicitly said. Yeah. Um, Wow. Still didn't think it was going to be two hours. Um, But yeah. Uh, if you hung out with us for this long, thank you. It's much appreciated. Hope you had as much fun as we did. You're welcome. And uh, you want to hit up the show? It's really easy to do. I will literally literally reply to anybody. Um, it is at Grit Hockey Cast on Twitter. If you want to hit me up personally, I probably won't respond to you there, so don't do it. It's at Kumodere, K-U-M-O-D-E-R-E. Or do. I don't give a fuck. I probably will reply to you. I'm just being a bitch. Um, and finally, Jake, where can people find you? That's right. Anime yeah. as leaders. Yeah, it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's uh, anime as leaders. I was going to yeah. say, if they don't know by now, they haven't been paying attention. Yeah, um, that's right. A- anime as leaders. Every episode anime is somebody's leaders. first episode. Um, we said it like four times. Nope. Uh, <laughs> it's actually it is anime as leaders four times in a row is my twitter handle oh well, that's why we uh we spaced it out throughout the entire pod yeah it's like <laughs> it's like beetlejuice you have to say it three times or it doesn't come into fruition haha uh-huh, that's right <laughs> uh but anyways we'll see you guys next time it'll probably be relatively soon because you know we have games covered now uh yeah have a good one Hey, see you. Bye. Bye.